Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coco Cobras and fire, 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 fire. Previously on Cobras and Fire. You know what, asshole? I don't need this shit. Exactly. What? Exactly. I pooped under your pillow last night. Once again, genius. Check, check.
Welcome to Cobras and Fire. Once again, I am most definitely not Loose Cannon, but my name is Baco, and I'm here for you, and I'm all yours. Loose Cannon is still off fighting crime and protecting the world for the future of our children, while I hang back and protect rock and roll for said future. Now, you might be asking yourself, well, what was that shit at the beginning then, Baco? That was clearly loose cannon. Or was it? Let me tell you something about this whole little podcasting business. Last week, or the last episode was the first time I had ever had to do one solo. And there was a certain psychotic nuttiness that kind of takes over you. And it it can be very unnatural and unnerving. And and I fought through it. I fought through it for you people. But I knew by the time I, I got to this episode, I would have to have something in place to like... Just give me a second voice to feel like I'm not talking to a wall that has pictures of me on it, which is literally what I'm doing. (laughs) So I came up with the loose cannon generator. I call it the LC Generator 3000. So every now and then throughout this uh, episode, I will actually kick it over to LC Generator 3000. Let's just call him LC Gen 3K. And I'll be like, what do you think? You got anything to chime in there, LC Gen 3K? And you'll hear something like this. <laughs> You're crazy, man. Crazy. Crazy like the guy who replaced Peter Chris in Kiss. My God, how fucking cool is this, man? I can use... The LC Gen 3K is so advanced, it can even uh, emulate Loose Cannon's like actual thoughts and emotions. Like... What would Loose Cannon think if I said, hey, instead of you, I have this Loose Cannon generator? You've got to be fucking kidding me. No, I'm not. As a matter of fact, I think it's a good idea. Don't you, LC Gen 3K? Correct. And there you have it. I have come up with a sex robot, but instead of a sex robot, it is something to do a podcast with. Oh, man, I have revolutionized podcasting forever! You can get your own LC Generator 3000 by contacting Loose Cannon and say, can you just say a bunch of shit? And I will put it in my podcast as if we're having a conversation like real people. Anyway, um, let's get into part two of Digging Deep, brought to you by Oprah's Bunghole. That opening song was from one of my new favorite bands, a band that has been added to my list of bands that I'm now required to buy every new music they release, all new music they release for the rest of their career or the rest of my life, whichever ends first. Anyway, that was Wilson out of Detroit, Michigan, and that's off their first record, Full Blast Fuckery, and that song is the opening track, My Life, My Grave. I encourage you to track that record down and masturbate furiously to it. Before we get into any new music, I did kind of want to do what I typically do, which we kind of talk about some either current event or something topical. Let's talk about rats. Uh, What the fuck is wrong with rat? Jesus Christ. If you don't know, there are, well, I don't know if you want to call it two versions of rat. They're not both going under the name specifically rat. But you got the bass player, Juan Crochure who hasn't uh, been uh, an owner-level member since the early 90s. He just recently joined them 
after their uh, kind of comeback record infestation, uh, but it was after that album was recorded. And he's touring as... <laughs> it's hard to say with a straight face. He's touring as Juan Crochur, the other voice of Rat. What... What the fuck does that even mean? LC Generator, can you make any sense out of Juan Crochure, the other voice of Rat? What does he mean by the other? I'm, does he have Jizzy Pearl singing for him? Oh, God, no. Well, I, I have no idea, uh, but I can tell you what it is. It's him with some guys I've never heard of, and they're playing bars, and Juan Crochure is singing all the songs, and I saw some videos of it. And boy, he's really into it, and he seems very, very unaware of what's actually being put out there by him and his little band. In the other corner, you have a frustrated Bobby Blotzer who just wants to go out and play, but nobody wants to play with me, calling himself and his collection of nobody from Rat, Rat. Here's the deal. Um... Steven left the band in 2000. Steven Piercy, of course, is who I'm referencing. At that point, it was him, Warren, and Bobby Blotzer who owned the name. And through a court settlement, it ended up with just Warren and Bobby owning it. Which means Bobby has 50% of the, of the t- ownership of the name. And he gets to make decisions. And so he thinks that he needs to go out and tour and because nobody else wants to he's just going to go do it and he's going to get everybody else and it's their own fault he'll play with them if they want to but they don't want to what i get out of it is that warren um he he just doesn't want to go back through the whole let's find a replacement singer thing and if i remember the story right basically you know uh, Steven got kind of fed up with dealing with some of the the drama in the band now i don't know how much of that he caused but as an outsider, I can tell you one thing. The drummer and the bass player are typically the two stupidest people in the band. Okay. I just made that up. <laughs> it is odd that the drummer and the bass player are the only two out playing rat songs as rat of some level. And It would be a little different if, if uh, one of them was also the lead singer, but neither of them were. And they're not really part of the sound. Um, and but here's what happens is, is is when you start a band and, and we'll start with the, the the band the the original five members those three those four and and Robin Crosby and from that point on you know you're kind of working and in the beginning it's definitely like got a very all for one kind of feel because every day you know you're literally making steps towards your dream and once you hit that dream that's really where you find out what your band is made of because that's when all the bullshit happens. And let me tell you a little something about songwriting in case uh, you're not privy to, to how that, that works legally. Um, see, now, I, I guarantee from... I've read Bobby's book, and I can't get that time back. But he... Th- he thinks he's... Because he was in the room when the songs were written that he's also a songwriter. And this is how it, it's looked at legally. Let's just let's put it that way. Um, uh, the music... And the vocals and the melody are considered the song. Uh, the music, lyrics, and melody. Um, and bass and drums are, contider- are considered arrangement. So under songwriting rules, as far as how they dibby uh, up money when it comes in, uh, songwriters are going to get more money than people who just played on it. Now, the, the contracts vary and stuff, but that's kind of a, a general way it's put together there's there's ways around that there's bands that share songwriting 100 percent, even though 
you got a drummer or a bass player that's not doing anything more than that. But, you know, from their point, they look at it, well, I was in the room, the song formed while I was playing drums, why am I not a songwriter? So there's a little disconnect that goes there. And so there has to be a little bit of that just pissing Bobby off over the years. And, um, but I am convinced that Rat, as dysfunctional as they've been and as fucked up as everything's been and how they can never seem to really just get their shit together and go out and make some money, you know, and give the fans what they want, which isn't these two fucking train wrecks. Um, the problem is... Well, it starts with the ba and ends with the biblotzer. <sighs> Steven quit because of Bobby. Bobby goes, gets drunk and goes on social media and says shitty things about the singer of his band. And then he, he does the next, the next step is almost worse. Where, I don't know, I can tell you firsthand, and I'm sure plenty of you listening, you've made certain decisions or choices under the influence of alcohol or something else that probably wasn't smart, may have been uh, a little insensitive or inflammatory. And you wake up the next day and go, Jesus, fuck. And you kind of got to eat some crow, put your hat in your hand, hold your head down and say, I'm sorry. And as long as it doesn't become like routine behavior, people can typically go, yeah, I get it. You got fucked up and shot your mouth off. Um, Let's just move on. But he doesn't do that. No, he rolls with it. <laughs> he goes up. He sobers up and goes, eh, fuck that. I was all right. I had it nailed. Uh, anyway, this kind of garbage just affects the fans. You know, you're all entitled to bitch about the money and the contracts and the arrangements behind the scenes. But if you're going to go out and present yourself as a collective group, put on a fucking smile, shake hands with the people that are... Paying, making your house payments for you and giving you a life that frankly isn't that bad um, and then keep your bickering behind scenes that's kind of my overall thought on it I mean th- this happens all the time you know you, you see it and I, I think to a certain a certain level of credibility has got to be maintained you got to have at least two members of the, of the original band right and one of them has got to be a singer if you only got two Otherwise, if you have, like, the entire band but the singer... And there's all sorts of variations. I mean, weren't tried with Janie Lane before he passed. And I wouldn't blame him if they were still doing what they're currently doing and Janie hadn't uh, died a tragic death. Because the history is there, and they tried and tried and tried. At a certain point, you can't... You're just holding yourself back. You do have a right to make a living. And Bobby has that right, too. But I'm sorry, he doesn't have enough clout to go out and call himself Rat. You know, just because he hired a singer that'll wear a mesh shirt doesn't mean it's Stephen fucking Piercy. And you think I'm kidding, go look up the promo poster for that band, and that's exactly what he did. He got someone who wears a shirt that Stephen used to wear. My God. Anyway, let's move on. What do you think, Loose Cannon? Or, I'm sorry, what do you think, LC Gen 3K? Great point. Indeed. Indeed it is. Great point. Okay, thank you. Great point. Got it. Great point. This thing's stuck. Jesus. There we go. All right. Anyway, that first song was from Wilson out of Detroit, Michigan. Um, and I have uh, basically become obsessed with this band since I heard their first, or their, their most recent release, Right to Rise. I got it, uh, whatever, it came out uh, end of June. And my God, what a great fucking record. If you don't have it, get it. Uh, I had a chance to see the band uh, earlier this week. 
and they were opening for Tremonti and Trivium. And blew my fucking mind. It, I was so excited to to see the show, and it did not let down. They are fucking. I don't know. They're tighter than a pair of yoga pants on Yo on Oprah's bunghole. Theme tied together. Yes, they are fucking killer, and you need to see them. And 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 this is the kind of stuff that that we here at Cobras and Fire really want to push. Is that this is the kind of music you need to support. This is the the this is where you need to go out and and spend your money, and and help these guys out because they should be popular. And uh, fucking Taylor Swift should be loading her own fucking gear. That's what I think. Anyway, I'm gonna give you a double shot. That's right. Off their new record, Right to Rise. This is Detroit, Michigan's very own Wilson and their track, Hang with the Devil. Fucker of a good song. God, I just want to grow a beard now. Well, a, a longer one. You know, like a just a gnarly beard and drive around in a van. 
Ah! Wilson off of their 2015 release, Right to Rise. That is Hang with the Devil. And don't you just fucking feel better now? Man, go out and buy that fucking record. Here, you, Jesus. That's how good it was. Ah, oh, do yourself a favor, make yourself feel good. Go out and buy that record, buy their first album, go out and see them live. And then I want you to do the same as we segue into the next band, another one of my brand new favorites. Crowbot came on my radar about a month before I went to Northern Invasion this year when I was uh, informed I'd have a chance to meet and interview the band for Decibel Geek. I uh, I figured I should find out what the band's like. And I liked the record, but it didn't really do much for me. And then, uh, I got, I, fortunately, I got to see them before I interviewed them. And, my God, probably just one of the best live bands out there. Another one that's just tighter than Oprah's butt. But they, they're they energetic. They're into the show. And you, they have that it, you know, that, that Luth and I talk about. I know it's not our, we didn't invent that fucking term, but they have it. And that drove me back to their their, their, their their CD. And man, it is it's fucking glorious. And that is just a magical thing when it happens, you know? When you when you when you see a band and live they affect you in such a way that that, that you have that you, you're driven back to their music on, on CD or MP3 or whatever. You're going back to their catalog and you're saying, I gotta hear this shit again. And that has been basically a staple in my personal playlist, you know, for about, a, I don't know, I guess about seven, eight months now. And also, you know, some of the, the coolest guys I've ever met. Um, very easy to talk to. They, they truly, I don't know, they, they almost feel really appreciative. And, and, and they're not there yet, man. They got a ways to go. And they're going to get there. But it's just, it's, it's refreshing, you know. Um, I guess we'll see if, if uh, when they become huge rock stars, if, uh, if they'll still have time for little old Baco. But uh, if all things go according to my plan, <laughs> it won't be little old Baco for too much longer. I have no idea what that means. Something Supernatural was Crobot's debut full-length record. Came out, I don't know, October-ish, 2014. And... Much like the last song, it, it, uh, the song I'm going to play for you is one of my favorites. It's one of the, it's hard to pick one. When, when, when records are this good, it's hard to pick one. So I'm trying to pick one that maybe they don't have a music video for, that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm trying to stay away from, if you want to call them hits. But uh, the topic is what I was getting to. See, I can't stay on, on track even by myself. There is nothing cooler than singing about the devil. Is there, people? Come on. And he gets such a bad rap, you know, for what? <laughs> He's responsible for all the cool music. Just ask some god fuck. Go ask that chick in Kentucky or Tennessee or wherever the fuck she is, you know, lying about having a one-on-one with the Pope, that bitch. She'll fucking tell you. Yeah, she's got a fucking hotline to God. She knows the devil makes the best music. She might not phrase it that way. The song La Mano de Lucifer is Swahili for the devil likes it doggy style. That is a true fact. Look it up. Go to your Google and translate the thing. Anyway, I love this song. 
It, it, it touches me deep. It reminds me of a childhood where parents were mad that you had Kiss albums and people were starting bonfires with their records and things of that nature. And, you know, religious organizations that weren't, you know, the Westboro Baptist, Baptist Church would actually go out and, and tell you that you're going to hell because you enjoy the song Love Gun. So without any further hesitation, would you please whip out your dicks and allow Lucifer into your hearts? I give you Crowbot with Lemono de Lucifer. A failed rebellion against the one
it is most definitely better to reign in hell than to serve God's will. Doesn't that just make you feel happy? Oh, it's a good thing my mom does not listen to podcasts. Uh, where, where did I go wrong, bucko? Son? Probably when you let me listen to Kiss. Anyway, uh, when I talk about whipping out your dicks, of course, it's a metaphorical dick, so men and women alike are all involved. Even she-males and Caitlyn Jenner and everybody can whip out their dicks. Because that's how you rock, people. And no, I'm not going to do that little saying that pisses me off. How are we doing so far, LC Gen 3K? You are a fucking idiot. <laughs> that is so loose cannon. Hmm. Anyway, what the fuck do you think of Crobot now, huh? It's it's just music to make love to something to. Oh, I fucking love that band. They are basically my be all end all. They they just they get me. You know what I mean, man? So go out and check out Crobot. Buy that fucking record if you don't already have it. Um and then send me you know, and Loose Cannon and, and every all the Cobras and Fire staff send us gifts as a way of saying thank you for making your life better. Uh, and we'll actually just pass those gifts on to Crowbot because, frankly, they're the ones that did it. All right, up next, we're going to go back in time a little bit because, you know, I'm an old fucker and I like a lot of go- goddamn music from my entire life. So digging deep, we're going to go back to a band that features... Jizzy Pearl on lead vocals, which I brought up earlier. He was the singer for Rat for, I don't know, almost a decade. But somehow, he's not the other voice of Rat. Tune in earlier if you missed that part. He was in a band called Love Hate before all that, and they didn't get a little a lot of love, but they got a lot of hates. They were kind of... I thought they were... Their timing it was, you know, somewhat to blame with their lack of success, I guess. Because I actually think they're a very good band. And their first record, Blackout in the Red Room, was just a solid rock and roll record. I also thought they were different enough and they came into the picture late enough that they should have been able to, to get some kind of push in the 90s, you know. They, but they got lumped in with Warrant and Rat and Poison and, and frankly, lesser bands. I suppose having a name Jizzy Pearl didn't help either. That said, you know, I mean, they were just a... They, they weren't your prototypical Sunset Strip, you know, let's play our Kramer guitars and f- stuff our crotches kind of band. There was a little more authenticity to what they did. Uh, Jizzy Pearl has gone on to write a few books. I recommend you read them now that they are available again on, I believe, on Amazon as, a, as an e-reader kind of thing. Check it out if you like to read. If you don't, well, do something about that, will you? I mean, it's it's actually, we're all getting dumber, you know, without, you know, trying to find time to read once in a while. Uh, anyway, um, their second record, Wasted in America, is really where their career ended. And they released a few records after that. And they were kind of hodgepodgey and they, they just didn't have the cohesiveness and they released a song, I don't know, was it Miss America or something like that? And it was the first single off this record. It was just, I don't know, not a very good... I didn't think it was the good song to lead off with, but guess what I, song I did think? Yeah, a little song I like to call Cream. I like to call it that because that's what it's called. So, here you go. 
Love Hate from their 1992 record, I think. 1991, 92? I'm gonna go with 92. Wasted in America, and the song is called Creed. Could do her well Took her in the alley Laid her on the trash Then she told me everything But you call her wrong Working girls Must make up around your eyes First you want it Get it You want it Come get it You need it all the time Never made
She wants your peaches, but oh, she gonna get his cream. You know what I'm talking about, people. I am Baco. You're listening to Cobras and Fire, and you're probably feeling pretty goddamn good about yourself because of it. If not, you fucking should. You made a good choice. You downloaded, you streamed, you did whatever you needed to do. SoundCloud, iTunes, you have clicked a link on Facebook. You were hit over the head, bound, gagged, kidnapped, drugged, and when you came to, you were hearing the sultry sound of Baco. Whatever, you're welcome. But thanks for listening. <laughs> oh my god, LC Gen 3K, can you believe how good this is going? Uh... Can we move on here? Can we move on here? Ah, fucking cranky ass. This better not be the future of podcasting because I'm about ready to shoot myself in the face. Metaphorically speaking. Ow! Well, how are we doing so far, huh? I'm Baco. You're listening to uh, Cobras and Fire, as I've said several times throughout this. There are many ways to find us. Uh, but basically, if you type in Cobras and Fire, awesome. You're going to get a, a a web search result that will make you better looking. So with that, go out, find us, download us, support us, share us. And once we actually get our shit together and start doing this together again um, with me and Loose Cannon and not the LC Gen 3X, which seems to be running out of batteries, um, we'll get back to the whole uh, Cobras on fire, 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 that thing and where we uh, basically say, hey, Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. And thanks for supporting rock and roll. And that is what we're all about. So go out and see a band, buy a CD, buy a T-shirt, uh, do anything you can to help people out. If you enjoy it, you're going to get something out of it. It's, it's, it. it's not something for nothing. You know what I mean? My life is fucking fantastic because of rock and roll and not in spite of it so i need it you need it we all need it let's make sure it's around forever and uh let's keep encouraging young bands that actually have something to offer and don't sound like we just took you know like i don't know dave draymond had sex with sully and they popped out something that looked kind of like chad from nickelback those bands are all fine, and they all have their own sound, but we don't need every band to sound like they do. We want Wilson. We want Crowbot. We want Boba Flex. That's what we want the future to be. Um, it doesn't have to be heavy like that, too. I can tell you some of these older bands that have turned out some good music that you should check into. Sweet and Lynch uh, released a, a record earlier in the year, uh, in like January, February. It, you know, it's just it's Michael Sweet and from Striper and George Lynch from Dokken, and it's an amazing album. I, I really encourage you to go look that out. That's, that's a little more on the lighter, more melodic side. And even the Bullet Boys. Uh, I, I love Elefante. Uh, the new Motorhead is great. You know, Iron Maiden just released their fucking longest record of their career. It's, there, there's a lot of stuff happening, not just with new music. So support it all. Support what you like anyway. You know, uh, you, don't, you don't have to like everything that we like. You're a fucking idiot if you don't. All right, I, I, I did that last week. And I, I got to watch myself. I got to remember that you're, we're all in this together. Notice I didn't say I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, let's keep moving, huh? You ever heard of Jason Newstead? He used to be in Metallica. He was the guy who replaced Cliff Burton. And then uh, was proceeded to be uh, shit on 
by James Hetfield for the next 15 years or however long he was in the band. But he's a pretty cool laid-back guy, surprisingly shorter than I uh, always imagined. Um, And he kind of disappeared from music for a while and came back. Oh, I think it was like 2013 he released a full-length record under the, 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 the moniker Newstead. The album was called Heavy Metal Music. Pretty pretty basic, but pretty blunt and pretty, I don't know, I think pretty awesome. I love the record. I encourage you to go out and buy it, but I don't know, something happened and he's disappeared again. So he doesn't, uh, apparently he wasn't too pleased with the, the reaction to it. But I can tell you, it's a great fucking record and we're going to feature a song off for it now. It's the third track from his only release. There was an EP that came out before this, but I believe most of the songs ended up on this. So get your horns in the air and shake your hair. I might as well be a rapper because that kind of rhymed. I, I kind of ran out of gas there, though. Anyway, I, it is my pleasure to give to you from their 2013 release. This is Newstead from the album Heavy Metal Music and the song As the Crow Flies. <laughs>
I'm not talking Oprah's butt heavy. What do you think, Elsie Gen 3K? Woo! Yeah, you like that? Wow, that was a great song. Yeah, it really was, Elsie Gen 3K. Oh, my God, we're having fun, but everything has to come to an end at some point, right? I mean, Jesus, we all have things we got to do that we don't want to. And I don't want to end this podcast, but I got to. Once again, I am Baco. I am without Loose Cannon, uh, who was replaced admirably in this episode for the LC by the LC Gen 3K. Let's give it up for the LC Gen 3K! <laughs> Any last words, LC Gen 3K? Oh, God, no. Jesus, you really are a fucking cranky puss. A little, a little too, a little too lifelike, if you ask me. Anyway, thank you all for enjoying myself and LC Generator 3K. Lastly, tonight, today, whatever time of the day you're listening to it, this weekend, this Monday, Sunday, 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 I have a band called Rev Theory and... I don't know. I wish I could say a little more positive thing since I'm about to promote one of their songs and play it on the air. I just, their image and the overall tone of of most of the record, it's a little too exactly what I was complaining about about 10 minutes ago. It's just, it's carbon copy. It's cookie cutter. There's not a lot of originality to their look, their image. They they all swing into hot topping and uh, stop by, you know, great clips to get a full hawk you know touch touch up that said there is a song by them that is just a masterful i don't know it's a it's a very good song and it yeah it's it's not exactly the most original thing you'll ever hear but my god it makes you want to get up and go out and wash your car and live your life you want to go jogging when you hear this song you just feel energized it's 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 like doing a a line of coke but instead of cocaine you're shoving sounds into your ears that are having the same effect on it so maybe they can't get a hairstyle or a tattoo that doesn't scream douchebag and maybe their wallet chain hangs a little too low but they did one thing right and that was the song hell yeah off what i believe is their only record correct me if i'm wrong trust me i don't care Until next time, people, give me a hell! Give me a yeah! You feel that? You better hold on. This one's not to get home.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 